that's it for now. Thank you. Thank you. I am standing in line at Flower Bakery on Mount Auburn Street. It's 10 o'clock in the morning and the cafe is already abuzz with hungry customers. And yes, that's my voice and I did just order a meat pizza. And P.S. It was seriously the tastiest meal I had all week. So as I let my ears wander, I overhear the people standing right in front of me. You just have to try the sticky bun. And yeah, I come here nearly two times every week. As a neighborhood fixture, there are now nine flower locations in the Boston-Cambridge area, including their bread quarters where they host cooking and teaching lessons. So, what's the story behind this popular cafe? And what makes this cafe in particular an intriguing destination for many Boston and Cambridge residents? It all starts with Joanne Chang. Joanne Chang, the James Beard Award-winning baker and founder-owner of Flower Bakery in Myers and Chang, sat down with me for a phone interview. When I learned that Joanne was a Harvard alumna, I became very curious about her path to the restaurant industry. How did she dive into the restaurant industry? What cultural and personal experiences influenced her recipes for her restaurant and cafe? Through a series of questions, we uncovered some of the stories behind her decision to enter the industry and her tips for people seeking to enter the industry. You're listening to Gouda Talks, a podcast about culture and food by Jess Ng on WHRB 95.3 FM. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Again, great to have you on this podcast. Can you just tell me a bit about yourself? Sure. I own Flower Bakery and Myers and Chang. Um, I graduated from Harvard in 91 with a degree in applied math and economics. Um, spent a couple years in business consulting before switching over to the restaurant industry um, and worked in Boston and New York until I opened Flower uh, back in 2000. Awesome. So another question is a follow-up. So how did you get into the food industry and um, when did you exactly know you wanted to dedicate yourself to this career? I first uh, entered into food about two years after graduation. I had been working as a management consultant for a company called The Monitor Group in Cambridge and was trying to figure out what to do You know, after consulting. I didn't know if I should stay in consulting or maybe go to business school or try something entirely different. And I'd always loved cooking and baking and kind of being in the kitchen. So I got a job in a restaurant. I just kind of decided to try a year cooking in a restaurant to see what what that would be like, and I fell in love with it. And I, I think I decided to dedicate myself to this career probably, probably after that first year. I didn't go back to consulting. I, you know, I had this idea that if working in a restaurant didn't work out, I would just go back to consulting. But I really liked it, so I stayed. And I think by the time I got my second job is when I realized this was going to be my career. So I know that you, just from reading on you, you were interested in food and the food industry, but didn't go to the traditional route, such as some might call culinary school. So was that difficult adjusting to the restaurant industry for the first time? Well, I don't, I don't know if this is exactly advice, but I think what people need to understand is, is that working in the restaurant business isn't what you think it is from watching TV. And so you have to be realistic about what the industry is like. It's a lot of 
really long, hard hours in, you know, in a hot kitchen and you're on your feet all day and you're not making a lot of money and you're working nights and weekends and holidays. And I think people who don't go to culinary school might have a little bit of a romanticized view of what it's like. So, you know, it's always best to, I think what I did, which is try it for a year. And if it's not something that clicks, then you know, keep your options open so that you can go back to doing something else. But just if you love to cook or love to bake, that's not necessarily an, indica- an, indic- an indicator that you will love to work in the restaurant business. So just going off of that, what part, what other parts about baking or being a chef were unexpected to you when you... I mean, I think those things, you know, just the hours, the pay, the, the lack of flexibility and scheduling. You know, when a restaurant is open, oh, restaurants do really well when most people are enjoying their life. So weekends, evenings, holidays. So you have to be ready for that part of the business. You're going to be working at all those times. So all the holidays, you know, every weekend, etc. that's something that if you're not fully aware of what you're getting yourself into, it can be a little bit of a shock. What is your experience with cooking and developing recipes, and how is that different from baking? In terms of developing recipes for cooking and baking, they're actually really similar. You just, you know, you have a starting point. Either it's a recipe that you've learned at another job, or it's something that you've tasted somewhere and you've want to try it so you you know find a couple recipes that are similar and it's just a matter of getting into the kitchen and testing it out once you've made something once that's where the actual testing comes in play because then you can taste whatever it is that you've created and then decide do you want it to be you know richer lighter heavier sweeter saltier spicier i mean you can it, it kind of depends on what you're making whether it's uh uh, savory food or pastry food, but it's really all about trial and error. You know, just getting into the kitchen, making something, trying it again, making something, trying it again, and continuing to try and taste, try and try and taste until you get something that you're happy with. I noticed on Flower that you offer private classes for people who want to learn or learn how to bake your recipes, um, and then I also saw that you offer seven online video lessons on how to make brioche pastries. I thought, think that's super cool. So do you think there's a future with technology to mix with the restaurant industry? Um, and if so, which ways would technology be most helpful for chefs and people working in the industry? Oh, I mean, we already are using technology so much. We, at the bakery, we use um, our POS system, point-of-sale system, is you know, it's all handheld devices that take your credit card and then we can then it prints up, you know, in the sandwich area. So this is a far cry from what we used to do when we used to write everything on a piece of paper and run it over to the sandwich team. We spend a lot of time now with our app, so that's been really helpful. Wow. Um, we can see we can see what people order and when they order what they like to order and we can offer rewards and we just added a donation aspect on the app where you know you earn rewards the more often you come um, and sometimes you earn you know like a hat or a t-shirt and if you want rather than taking those items for yourself you can gift it and donate it to a nonprofit. we have a rotating nonprofit every month so I think 
you know, the, the world is becoming more technologically advanced, and there's no way to keep it out of the kitchen. My next question is about your experience at um, Myers and Chang. And so I know you talk a lot about your personal interpretations of um, Chinese, Taiwanese, Thai, and Vietnamese specialties. And even on your menu, you call some things dim summy things. So how did growing up influence this cuisine? And um, what is your personal interpretation of this food? So I only ate um, Asian food growing up. So it influences everything at Myers and Chang because I'm always reaching back to the food that my mom made when I was a kid. And so the different chefs who come and work for us, they will offer ideas on making, you know, this chicken dish or that salad or this roast or whatever. And whatever it is that we are testing and tasting, I'm always thinking back to dishes that I've had at home. So my palate is geared towards all of the flavors that I grew up with, you know, garlic, ginger, scallions, cilantro, darni, soy, rice wine vinegar, all of those flavors. I'm always trying to seek those out in the dishes that we're making. My final question is, you have many restaurants and cafes in Boston, and so I'm just curious, how do you decide where to open up the next flower or Myers and Chang? where we think people will most appreciate what we do. Um, you know, we've focused in Boston and Cambridge, and we look for neighborhoods that are both neighborhood and business. We want to we be a place that people come to, you know, several times a day, several times a week, you know, once a week at the restaurant. We're really trying to become that place that's like your favorite place that you go to all the time. So that's really important to us, but then we also need business people. We need the people who, you know, eat lunch every day or, I mean, at the restaurant we get a ton of lunch, business lunches, you know, people who come in and have a meeting and eat lunch. And so we're always trying to find locations that kind of mix those two things where you have a lot of residential and then a lot of strong business. Thanks again for hopping on this really quick call with me. I really appreciate it.